Welcome to the IQEQ podcast, the alternative series. I am Jimmy Leong, Chief Commercial Officer Asia, and I'm your host for today. I'm pleased to welcome our very special guest today, Mr. Tio Weihui, who is a tax partner and head of real estate and asset management at KPMG in Singapore. Weihui has practiced tax for over 23 years, and he has an extensive experience in structuring single country and multi-jurisdictional funds with an Asian focus. He has expertise in fund formations and is also familiar with fund platforms in Singapore, Luxembourg, Cayman Islands, the Guam, among others, as well as tax efficient divestment planning opportunities for funds with multiple exit strategies. He is also an expert in structuring carrier interests from both a corporate and personal tax perspective, which will be our topic for today. The taxation of carrier interests is a key factor in determining the attractiveness of location for alternative investment managers. Asian investment hubs understand the importance of this key factor. For instance, Singapore offers a special rate on fund managers' performance fees, and Hong Kong has also recently issued a proposal to provide a tax concession for carrier interests distributed in respect of private equity transactions. Weihui will help us to shed some light on this key topic for GPs. So let's get started. Hi, Weihui. Thank you for joining us today. The first question I have for you today is around the financial sector invest in incentive scheme in Singapore. Can you share with us the key features of the Singapore financial sector in in incentive scheme for fund management, FSIFM? And could you also share your insights into the Singapore tax concession on carry interest as an example of a, a very successful tax incentive regime that has been put in place for a while now? So possibly something that Hong Kong could draw lessons from. Sure. Yep. Um, thanks, Jimmy. So I would I would say there are a few key features of the FSI FM incentive. Um, to start with, first, um, the current you know, prevailing tax rate in Singapore is at 17%. Um, the main benefit of this incentive is it helps to bring down the corporate tax rate from 17% to 10%. So for a fund management companies set up in Singapore, um, and in terms of any qualified income that they receive, it will be taxed at a reduced rate of 10%. And to qualify for this incentive, um, there are basically two main conditions that you need to meet in order to be eligible for the application. First, you must have a asset management of at least 250 million in terms of Singapore dollars, and you need to have at least three investment professionals. If you meet these two conditions, then you're eligible to contact MES to um, request for them to send you an application form to apply for this incentive. Right? Um, as part of the application process, you need to complete the form. Um, and you need to also provide a business projection or financial projection to the MES. Um, in, in terms of the approval criteria, what they do mainly look at is whether you are committed to increase your headcounts in terms of investment professionals. Um, so if you start with three, probably they are looking at you, know, you increasing by at least two within a period of um, three years. Now, this incentive is granted is um, available for 10 or five years, after which you have to renew it. So these are really the key features of the um, FSIFM. Um, in, in terms of um, Singapore tax concession for carry interest, 
Um, I would say that the, the closest that we have is really the FSI FM. Um, um, but unfortunately, the FSI FM, um, unlike the Hong Kong Texting Session, uh, it, it only applies to the fund management company. It does not apply to um, employees of the fund management company, right? And unlike the Hong Kong version, which allows you to be exempted from tax on the carried interest, um, this uh, only provides for a concessionary of 10% rather than you know, exemption under the Hong Kong law. Um, having, having said that, I, in practice, um, a lot of our clients, they actually structured the um, carried interest in, in the form of a um, special return or special dividend or special limited partnership interest. And a lot of time, uh, this is actually not um, subject to tax um, under Singapore law uh, if you were to take a certain position. I see. Okay. And so, so I know, I know you kind of touched on this uh, briefly, uh, you know, um, so if we take a deeper dive into each jurisdiction, um, you know, so what are the main differences between the current tax incentive regime in, in, in place in Singapore for carry interests? Um, uh, you mentioned that briefly versus the, the, the recent Hong Kong uh, proposal, um, other than what you've, uh, you've mentioned earlier. Are there other different main differences that, that uh, we should be aware of? Actually, no. The main difference really, as I've enunciated, is zero versus 10% and that the concession only applies to uh, fund management company, but not as employees. Kind of understood, you know, that, that, that's very useful. Um, and, and perhaps my, my other question is, you know, apart from private equity funds, are there any other fund structures that are eligible for tax concessions and that's being proposed, you know, on the carry interest in Hong Kong? Um, so, example, close-ended, other open-ended funds or hedge funds. You know, um, I, I think I think also the, the the audience is also very interested. You know, I, I've been asked this question a few times as well. You know, love to hear from you uh, uh, as an expert. Well, so in principle, the tax concessions apply to all private equity funds, subject to meeting the relevant conditions. It doesn't really matter whether the uh, fund uh, is open-ended or closed-ended. Although in mm. practice, as we're all aware, you know, most private equity funds invest in private equity rather than real estate and infrastructure. They tend to be closed-ended uh, in nature in Asia. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, but to your question, it does not matter whether they're closed. It should not matter in principle whether they're closed-ended or open-ended. Now, in terms of the types of funds, and specifically in terms of the asset classes that the fund invests in, um, at the moment, the tax concession only applies to private equity. Um, so it, 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 it's kind of limited in that sense. So, you know, it, it therefore does not apply to hedge funds because mm -hmm. the tax concession is drafted in such a way that the carry interest has to be paid out of you know unlisted shares except for private equity funds that you know exit by an IPO. So if you, you know for hedge funds they invest predominantly in listed stocks and, and bonds. So um, unfortunately for whatever strange reason the tax concession does not um, cover hedge funds. Um, for real estate funds, um, it's sort of gray areas. I think we can take a position that it should real estate funds should be covered. Um, but actually, it also depends on the specific 
structure that is used by the real estate fund and, 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 and the divestment strategy. So for instance, if the fund were to invest in real estate and, and they don't use shares or companies to hold the risk, but they use trust instead, then you know, um, trust is not exactly a qualifying investment, so to speak, for the purpose of carry interest um, concession. Mm-hmm. Or if the divestment is via a sale of the property itself, then mm-hmm. again, because real estate, immovable property is not, you know, a qualifying investment in that sense for the um, tax concession. There's some gray areas as to um, whether, you know, in such situation, the carry interest would qualify for the tax concession. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's very useful. Um, thanks, Bui Hui. Uh, and, and could you also tell us about the main conditions of use, advantages and benefits of the proposed tax concessions that that fund managers need to be aware of? Yeah, there, there are a few conditions that need, need to be met. Um, so, f- for instance, um, there's what we call the substantial activities requirements. You know, so, for instance, the fund manager in Hong Kong must have an average of two or more employees each year, right? And the average operating expenditure incurred in Hong Kong, you know, should be about, should be at least, I would say, Hong Kong $2 million per annum. Yeah. So these are the key, um, you know, activity requirements that need to be met. Um, from an administrative and procedural perspective, um, the fund will need to apply to the Hong Kong Monetary Authority for certification on whether the investments and local substance requirements are, are to be met. And in the year in which the eligible carry interest distributions are made, um, external auditor will need to be engaged to verify that substantial activities requirements are met. So these, mm-hmm. these are really the key you know, conditions you know, from both a technical and operate, um, practical perspective. So, so, so on conditions like um, you know, so the conditions. Uh, what are the conditions applicable to the carry recipient, right, in order to be able to avail themselves of the proposed tax concessions? So, the the carry recipient in this case would include individuals as well as the fund management companies. Uh, the, okay. For 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 the fund management companies, the main condition um, is that they need to be, you know, um, licensed by the Hong Kong. A monetary authority, uh, or it has to be an authorized financial institution, right? Um, if yep. the carry recipient is an individual, um, then they also must be employees of either the licensed fund management company or the authorized financial institution. And what's important to note is that, you know, whether it's a company or the individual, they must be providing investment management services or arranging such services to be carried out in Hong Kong to what we call a validated fund, which is a qualified investment fund defined you know, under the Hong Kong uh, Income Tax Act. Uh, what this means is you know, for fund management company that have chosen not to be licensed, they may need to be licensed in order to qualify for this concession. Um, in, in the case of individuals um, you know, who are the carry recipient, it also raises a question as to, you know, those who are providing middle and back office function, you know, they are not exactly um, providing investment management services. Um, would they also qualify for this um, carry interest concession 
I think if you read the legislation, um, literally, they probably don't qualify. So I, yep. I, I think those those are the things that you know, the Hong Kong tax authorities need to look at to see how they can fine tune the rules so that it is more applicable to a wider group of people. Okay, um, so so at a, at a perhaps on a very broader level, um, what what are some of the other measures that you're aware of that that has actually been put in place by Hong Kong to increase the attractiveness of that jurisdiction, particularly for private equity funds and you know and operations? There are probably a lot more that Hong Kong Monetary Authority is trying to do behind the scene, but as far as I'm aware, I, the main measure that I think they have put in place quite recently is to introduce subsidies for anybody who wants to set up a Hong Kong fund vehicle. So it could be a open-ended investment company structure in Hong Kong. It, it could be the uh, recently announced and implemented Hong Kong Limited Partnership. Um, mm -hmm. The Hong Kong government actually provide subsidies in terms of the setting up cost which is pretty generous so though, that i view is is it's quite an important measure that they've put in to make hong kong you know more attractive as a fund domicile okay that that's that's great um we, we, we um on behalf of iqeq thank you for joining us today and a very big thank you for sharing with us your valuable insights and experience thank you uh, you're most welcome, Jimmy, and thank you very much for inviting me as well. Thank you.